InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. For the everyday investor, do you need to get help from a professional advisor or can you do it yourself? A top authority in the field of investing has the answer, and InfoTrack's Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Our special guest is Burton Malkiel. He's a legendary economist, the Chemical Bank Chairman's Professor Emeritus of Economics at Princeton University, and is a two-time chairman of the economics department there. He also spent 28 years as a director of the Vanguard Group, but he's best known for his classic finance book, A Random Walk Down Wall Street, first published in 1973 and now for its 50th anniversary, updated in its 13th edition. Mr. Malkiel, probably the central point of your investment philosophy is the value of index fund investing. That is broadly accepted today, but tell us about the reaction in 1973. There weren't many index funds in existence 50 years ago, were there? Well, in fact, there was no index fund available for the general public. And the reaction to my suggestion that investors would be better off investing in a broad-based index fund was met with, I would say, derision. It was suggested that this was at best naive and at worst a terrible idea, that obviously professionals in Wall Street would be able to select a portfolio that would do much better than an index. Indexing was thought of as guaranteed mediocrity. So the reaction at the beginning was not good. And three years later, when Jack Bogle started the first index fund, the reaction was just as bad. It was called a dumb idea. And so the initial reaction to this was extremely poor. So for someone not up to speed on index funds, we're talking about them assuming everyone knows. Give us just a very brief explanation of how they differ from traditional mutual funds, and more importantly, why you think that index funds are so superior. Well, what an index fund is, is a mutual fund or exchange-traded fund that literally buys all the stocks in a particular index. For example, the first index fund used the standard employees 500 as the index and bought all 500 stocks. My own view is I like a broader-based index. I like something closer to the Dow Wilshire 5000, which is every traded stock in the market. And that's generally called a total stock market index fund. So what the index fund does is it buys and holds all the stocks on the index. It doesn't trade from stock to stock. It doesn't try to pick the winners and avoid the losers. And therefore, it is able to provide a fund for investors that has an expense ratio that has been competed down to two hundredths to three hundredths of 1%, essentially zero. The actively managed fund picks and chooses individual stocks, buys the ones the manager thinks are best, avoids the ones the manager doesn't like, will switch from stock to stock over time, and actively manage the portfolio. They might have 50 to 100 stocks, but they are only a selection of stocks 
the active manager charges 1% at least of the value of the stocks. And so the difference is the active funds are, as the name suggests, actively managed, quite expensive, does a lot of trading, and is, in my view, inferior. Now, why do I think it's inferior? Well, what we know, and this is one of the reasons why my own feeling is I believe even more strongly in the thesis that I first enunciated 50 years ago than I did then, is the evidence has accumulated that, in fact, indexing isn't mediocre, that, in fact, index funds outperform the actively managed universe. Standard & Poor's does a report every year where they actually compare actively managed funds to index funds, And every year they find that something like two-thirds of actively managed funds are outperformed by the simple broad-based index fund. And the one-third that outperform in one year aren't the same as the ones that outperform in the next year, so that when you compound the returns over 10 and 20 years, you find that 90% of the actively managed funds underperform the broad-based index fund. And incidentally, it's not only true for stocks, it's true for bonds. It's not only true in the United States, it's true in Europe, it's true in Japan. It's even true in emerging markets where 90% of emerging market funds underperform over a 10 and 20 year period. Our guest on InfoTrack is legendary economist Burton Malkiel. He's the author, of course, of the classic financial book, A Random Walk Down Wall Street, now in its 50th anniversary edition. Professor, in general, is it fair to say that you believe most investors should avoid buying individual stocks? No, I don't. Look, there's nobody who has spent his or her life studying the stock market who doesn't have something of a gambling instinct. And frankly, I buy some individual stocks myself. But I do so because all my retirement funds, 100% of them, are in broad-based diversified index funds. And therefore, I've got enough. I'm now taking required minimum distributions. I'm now perfectly comfortable just living off the income from the fund that was built up with index funds that I can easily do my gambling uh, by buying individual stocks. I think one of the attractions of index funds and certainly one of the goals of your book is to try to simplify retirement planning and investing as much as possible for the average person. Do you think the average investor needs to hire a financial advisor at some point to prepare for retirement or to make other investment decisions? Look, I think there may very well be a need if you have special tax problems, for example, people who have children with disabilities and they want to make sure they've set up trusts to take care of them after they're gone. I can see a need for an investment advisor and a tax advisor for some people. But 
for many people, I think you can do it yourself. And that's the funny part of this. Wall Street tries to tell people that, you know, it's awfully complicated. You can't do this yourself. But in fact, for most people, the very simple solution, and this is what I tell young people who are starting their investing career, just set a savings program where you put a little bit aside month by month, quarter by quarter, put it into broad-based index funds. If you work for somebody who will match this, wonderful. Then you get the employer to match. And it isn't really complicated. And what's so amazing to me is that here's a case where the right thing to do is often the simplest thing to do. And yes, I think many people do not need the investment advisor. They just need to do the simple thing of putting money in quarter by quarter into index funds. And this is why I wrote the book, A Random Walk by Down Wall Street. And this is why uh, I'm so pleased that it's done so well. And let me just add one thing to that, that probably the thing that pleases me so much about the book are the letters that I get from people who say, you know, I read your book uh, 30 years ago and I did exactly what you said. I avoided uh, the expensive investment advisors. I put the money into index funds. I never made a lot of money, but I put aside a little money every month, every quarter, and I'm now living a comfortable retirement. When I read things like that, I can't tell you how pleased it makes me when you realize that, in fact, acting on the simple advice really works and has really made life better for many, many people. If you could offer one piece of advice from your lifetime of experience to a brand new investor just starting out, what would you tell them? Well, I would first tell them that it's very hard when you're in your 20s to think that you are ever going to be old, that you are ever going to have to worry about retirement income. And it's just very difficult to think about. So I would say, in fact, this happens. In fact, if you're lucky enough to reach a ripe old age, At some point, you're going to need that kind of income to retire. So look, save a little bit of money every week. I mean, even if you're making almost no money, okay, don't go to Starbucks one day a week and put that on a piggy bank and start investing in index funds. You can't believe how much you could have in retirement. And I've got a uh, table in my book. It's not a 50-year table. It's a 45-year table because it started when the first index fund was available. And I said, what if you were able to save something like $20 a week, $100 a month, and you put it into that first index fund that was available? Now, this is a real investment opportunity. This was a real fund that exists. What if you did that $100 every month? You were saving $1,200 a year. Not a huge amount of money. And I think most people could probably 
afford to put aside the $20 a week. Well, that has grown over time to something like $1.4 million. And the fact is that some people have done that, and they're just amazed that how important compound interest is. Albert Einstein is reported to have said, compound interest is the strongest force in the world. And there are people who have done that. So my advice is, yep, you are going to get old at some point. You are going to want to retire at some point. You are going to want to have a good life retirement. Put aside a little money every week. Put it into index funds. And you will thank me many years later for accepting that advice. Burton Malkiel, the author of the classic finance book, A Random Walk Down Wall Street, now out in its 50th anniversary edition. Professor, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, do you have parasites? Advice from an expert, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. <laughs> 